You're listening to episode 25 of the Afros and Pixie Dust podcast, Divine Intervention with Matthew. Hey, dis friends. Welcome to episode 25 of the Afros and Pixie Dust podcast. I am your host, June. It's been Halloween in Disney for a while now. Disney World's Halloween party started in August, but now it is officially official with the start of Disneyland's Halloween party, the Oogie Boogie Bash, which started this week. I have been to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party in the past, and I've had an amazing time. It is a great excuse to go all out and well not all out because it's still hot out there but go a step further than Disney bounding and have fun in the parks when it's not so full and all the candy is definitely worth it. I have not been to the Oogie Boogie Bash in Disneyland but it's definitely on my bucket list And I'm excited to see everyone have fun out there with that party. Um, If you're curious to see what these parties are like, go over to the Afros and Pixie Dust Instagram page and check out the highlights where Tasha, aka GAW3000, and Rachel from Diz Life of Hours take over the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. And also Evelyn, aka La Disney Pixie does a takeover of the Oogie Boogie Bash. So if you're interested, you're on the fence, you've never tried the parties, but you kind of want to get an idea of what they're like, you can go check out those takeover stories and see how they enjoyed spooky season in the parks. I, for one, am more of a Disney Halloween person than any other type of Halloween person y'all can keep Halloween I'm not really here for it but I can do the kid glove Mickey type of Halloween that's as far as I'm gonna take it I tried Universal Halloween Horror Nights last year and I'm good (laughs) it's not for me sorry but I've heard a lot of people have fun there So I'm still recovering from the experience that was Public Works Hercules, especially since I got to have the most amazing conversation with this week's guest, Matthew. Matthew is from the Bronx. That's right. BX stand up. You already know. And he is an artist and performer. He is also a Disney College Program alumni. He most recently played one of the Cosmos in Public Works Hercules, and he's also an ambassador for Public Works. I tried out for this lottery for the show the moment the lottery was open, and I wasn't very confident that I was going to get it because I have never had luck with Broadway lotteries or any kind of performances or the lottery in general. I'm still working but I got this random DM from Matthew offering me tickets to go see the show and he said that he happened to find my Instagram page and saw a little bit about me and wanted to extend this invite to me and it was literally divine intervention and out of this world I was not expecting it I thought it was a scam for a second and I and being a New Yorker he thought so too so he was like look I know this is kind of weird but you know I'm offering this to you and I was like you know what Equifax ain't running me my 125 so I'm gonna have to get this credit monitoring anyway so I took a chance and took him up on the offer and I'm so happy that this happened. I'm so happy that our paths crossed because Matthew is such an amazing person. And I'm so happy to have met him. And I'm so excited for you all to hear our conversation. So without further ado, let's get into my conversation with 
Matthew. Hello, Matthew. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you on. I love seeing you um, in Hercules on Public Works. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for inviting me to come. Like, you don't even know what a blessing that was. Like, no, I could never thank, thank you enough. so much for coming. I'm, I was so happy to have you. And honestly, like, thank you for everything you do with the, like, Disney fandom. Truly, truly, I was just so lucky that it worked out and you got to see it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm still gushing over it. I'm, it was just amazing. Such a beautiful night, like, all together. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, I start off every episode by asking my guests to tell me a little bit about themselves. So, can you um, do that? Yeah, of course. All right. So, I am, I would say, like, a performer and an artist that's based here in New York. I was born here, raised here. Um, I currently reside in the Bronx. I'm very heavy on what identity means to me and how to bring that into my art and how to bring that, you know, when I'm sharing myself with the world. Uh, and I'm all about like authenticity and creating creating good vibes and good energy. Uh, and with that, trying to share it as artistically as possible. Yeah, I'm a Bronx girl too, born and raised. Hey! <laughs> yes. Oh my God, yes. Oh, yeah, I love the Bronx, you know. I'm not that far away. I'm in Yonkers now, but... Oh, yeah, we love Yonkers. We have love for Yonkers. Yeah, I'm, like, five blocks away. I'm not that far. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't take the Bronx out the girl or the girl out the Bronx. So. Absolutely not. It stays with you. <laughs> yeah. So when did your love of Disney first start? That's a very good question. I was trying to think about this. I don't actually think I have a moment where I can remember that. I think... Disney does a really good job of instilling its values in like children's merch and like baby stuff. And so I know there are pictures of me like before I can form thoughts and memories where I just have on like a baby Disney onesie and like, like I have a Buzz Lightyear that I'm napping with in a crib, you know, like it's very much like before I was able to make choices, those choices were made for me. Uh, but I, I really appreciate it because I remember throughout my whole childhood, it was just me watching these movies and watching the Disney Channel and engaging with Disney in so many different ways. Uh, and it became like this fantasy and this hope. Uh, and that's kind of what it stayed as for my entire life, actually. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's true, though. It's like, you know, Disney's almost, like, indoctrinated into us from, like, the womb sometimes, you know, with the diaper bags and, you know, like, everything. So it's hard yeah. to not be decked in Disney as an infant. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, no, they totally know what they're doing because now I'm, like, so nostalgic about everything. <laughs> exactly. Yep, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so do you have a favorite Disney movie or show? Um, oh my god, that's so hard. I think for every per person, that's probably super hard. Um, I think I have a top two Disney movie, or actually top three. Oh my god, no, this guy, <laughs> it started spiraling as soon as I said that. Um, <laughs> but I get, my trifecta would be Coco, Moana, and Princess and the Frog. They're all very new age Disney, but my whole thing about Disney is like, I love it, but I can see where it needs to improve. And I think that those are three movies that are definitely stepping in the right direction. And so, and those characters like Tiana, Moana, and Miguel, my favorite characters, love them so much. Yeah, I feel you. Um, it is like getting there slowly to become like very more inclusive and tell more diverse stories. So yeah, those three, they are kind of like those like benchmark turning yeah. point characters for sure. They are, they're paving that way and, and the more successful these movies can be, the more the company can see, oh, like we can venture out and start telling stories that haven't been told already. Exactly, they're marketable. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know, yeah, exactly. No, that's what's important <laughs> in the industry. But for us who like get to watch it, it's so important just to see it and to experience it. So it's a good trade-off. I like being very uh, smart with what I choose to support so that people can see like hey maybe people want this and we do we want it exactly exactly um so do you have a particular character or characters that you identify with 
Yes. So going right back off of like these movies, I think Moana right now is the character I like relate to the most. Um, she's definitely just during the, the journey of her film at this point in her life where she's like so young, but like so ready for, for more and to see more and to do more. Uh, but when she's actually called to do more by the ocean, by her grandmother, et cetera, she doesn't really see how it's possible for her to do that. Like, she's like, what's so special about me? There must be a reason. I just don't get it. And by the end of it, you see her become from this person of like, oh, I need to do something or get someone to do something to this person that's like, oh, I am the thing. I'm going to do it. Like, that's I'm the change. And I think that that's kind of representative of where I am in my life is being like, I'm young and people see potential in me and I'm not really getting it, but I know I can get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Thank <love> you. That. <laughs> uh, um, is there a particular way you like to express your fandom? Well, that's a great question. Um, it's so interesting because I don't think I'm very over the top with my fandom or like my like standing for Disney. I think people will think that because like people who aren't in the Disney fandom see me as extreme. And I'm like, no, 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 wait, there are people who go way more all out. Like I may have, you know, a few, you know, pieces of merchandise and I may go to the parks, but like, trust me, this is like a casual consumption of Disney. But I guess my favorite thing is just being in the parks. And I think that comes from me having worked there um, on my college program in 2016. Um, So I have memories there. Uh, but that's a very expensive way of <laughs> sharing fandom. So I guess it's also just remembering those memories and bringing back those pictures and those videos. I really like to revisit those those things and watching the movies, obviously. Yeah. Um, what did you do in the college program? I was a performer. So I helped, you know, kind of make magic and and make those memories for our guests and for myself. Like I look back and I'm like, that was such a specific time of my life that I don't think I can ever go back to or relive in any way but it was truly magical just for everyone involved including myself yeah I mean I love the concept of the college program and like the impact it makes on so many individuals I think is incredible so I don't think anyone who's gone through it can say that their life isn't completely different whether that be you know for like a really magical positive way or like a really you know tragic life lesson (laughs) way but like it really does impact it has huge impact um and getting to perform and make magic in the parks was so so I can't I can't even emphasize how special it was I just remember like whenever I saw families that you know looked like me you know or make-a-wish families or like any family that was like quote unquote different or quote unquote not in the niche of what Disney families kind of look like. I got really excited and I went super hard and was super magical for them because I was like, listen, I get it. You know, like I can see the families with the first visit buttons. Like I remember when I was that family. Like I remember when I my cousin was a Make-A-Wish child. So we went on a Make-A-Wish trip. I remember what it was like going to Disney World as a Make-A-Wish family. So just being able to give that back, I think, was more important to me than, like, the thought of me working for Disney. It was more like, I can make people happy in a place that I was happy. So, right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's what I love. Like, you know, the cast members make the magic. They are the magic. And that must be such an incredible feeling to bring that to people, you know. Oh, thank you for doing that. <laughs> no, that's so similar to to Public Works Hercules. I feel like the magic is the community. The magic are the people on stage. The magic is the connections we actually have. And to then create this magical um, experience through Hercules was like a bonus. Like Disney was always a bonus on top of that. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Right. So do you go to the parks often? Um, I do, and I, I say I don't, but I definitely do more than the average person. Right, um, right. I'm trying to, like, limit myself because I'm kind of going a little bit too often. <laughs> uh, last year I went twice, um, and this year I went once. So it's kind of, you know, it's at least yearly at this point, uh, but that's because I have friends who work there. So it's very easy when I get to, like, visit them and then, like, visit them at work. It's very different than, like, planning a vacation. 
Right. I feel you. I feel you. (laughs) I know. It's like, I don't, when, when you don't think about it, then you're like, oh, I don't go to Disney that much. And then when you actually like think about it and think about like the average person, like, oh, I might as well just move there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There are people all the time who are like, you are always there. And I'm like, no, I'm not. But then, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Do you have any like favorite things to do in the parks? Oh, that is, oh my gosh. Um, I think maybe this is me being biased about like how I spent my time as a cast member, but I do love visiting or just experiencing any kind of entertainment at the parks. Like I love like the movie Shake It's like the old one and this new one. Um, I love watching the shows, like anything that's interactive that I, that I get to like experience the Disney characters and the magic with other people and other, other, um, guests I don't know it's just that kind of energy really speaks to me and also meeting characters is also super fun like duh like I just love having conversations and interactions and those memories will always stick out on the like days where I'm like I sweat so much and I'm walking so much and I'm like I'm dehydrated but like oh wow Chip and Dale were super nice to me today and would not let me go in this hug and that you know as silly as it may sound to people who don't get it like it's magical because we all know that the magic is within each and every person. Right, exactly. Yeah. I think it's at the interaction. I mean, that's what's so amazing about going to the parks and meeting the characters. And I just love how the cast members can embody these characters and like give people such an amazing experience. And each experience is unique. Yeah. So I think that's really beautiful. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Being a part of being having been a cast member, that's kind of this extra layer of like, oh, I get it. Like if I see, you know, like there, you know, it's it's still the real world. Like you see, you'll see a cast member like very exhausted, like face flushed, and I'm like, girl, I get it. Like I've been here, I get that. You know, the fact that you even smiled when I asked you a question that means a lot to me because I totally understand how exhausting it is. Yeah, it. it, I can I can only imagine. Do you have a favorite park? Oh, um, so this goes back to my bias. I mean, my I love being at Hollywood Studios because I had so much, I had so many memories there, and I spent so much time there during my college program. It came, it became the second home. I do know that I don't enjoy it as much as a park, <laughs> like um, because so much of it that I used to enjoy is gone and different now. Um, but I guess. The cliche answer is I really, really love Magic Kingdom. It's just the ambiance, the aesthetic, the energy, how excited people are there. Because, like, while it can be overbearing and frantic at times, actually, most of the time, a lot of the most magical moments about Magic Kingdom are when it's, like, super rainy and it's super, like, no one's there. But, like, there's still this energy about it when it's super early and people are, like, quickly walking to where they want to go or like when it's super late and it's like almost clear and you see like the the uh the last like I don't know what it's called I feel like it's called like goodnight kiss or something but it's like last moment those moments make me really feel like I'm living in like a fantasy which I think is what a lot of people go to the parks for right yeah you actually aren't cliche magic kingdom is like third on the list Oh, wow. So, yeah, most of my guests end up saying um, Epcot and then Animal Kingdom. Epcot? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, like, no shade. I just, I have my personal feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I, I guess I have a lot of, like, you know, drinkers and oh. <laughs> like, turn up and go to the, you know. Because <laughs> when I was in my college program, I was never old enough to drink. And then by the time I was, I was just like, these are expensive drinks. <laughs> you got to go during food and wine. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's so crazy. I mean, Animal Kingdom, though, is definitely top tier for me. Like, Everest alone, I go on like a thousand times, especially as a single writer. So, like, I don't know. Animal Kingdom does have a special heart. I forgot to even mention it, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but no, we love Magic Kingdom too. <laughs> so, um, Public Works Hercules, how or um, when did you hear about Public Works and about the production of Hercules that they were planning on doing? Oh my, what a what a tale it's been and what a journey. Um, I think that Public Works has been its 
own hero's journey, honestly, over the last seven years. I started with the program in our first pageant. I would like to say that was well, seven years ago, it was 2012. We had our first pageant, which was Temp The Tempest, because uh, we usually do Shakespearean work or we do um, like uh, Greek tragedies. We did like the Odyssey one year. Um, so yeah, it started then, like that was my journey with public works. And honestly, like, I think I was still in high school. Like it was very long time ago. <laughs> uh, I took a few years off in between. And then I came back in 2017 for As You Like It. Moving forward to 2019, we find out in January that our show this year was going to be based on a movie. That was our only clue. We were like, it's based on a movie. And so there were a bunch of guests. All, all wrong. All the guesses are wrong. Like, it was like, I guess it was like The Greatest Showman because that had just came out. Um, someone else, like, I don't even know. But we eventually find out in February that it's Hercules, which was never on my mind. I was never thinking that there would be a Disney theatrical partnership in the works for this very small program that just started seven years ago. Like, that was never a thought. Um, but when we found out the energy in the room was Honestly, for one, like the first thing that happened was just shock. Everyone was just like so confused because I don't think anyone saw it coming. And then the second reaction was just excitement because for a lot of people, especially when you're talking about accessibility um, in theater, in musicals, you know, a lot of people only can think of movies. And a lot of the movies that they can think of are Disney movies because Disney movies have music and they, it's very incorporated in the canon. And so a lot of times think of musicals that don't know music they think of Disney movies so in uh 2012 Disney musicals were the only framework that people had for musical theater they were like oh yeah like the Little Mermaid they sing in that um and so it's crazy speaking of Little Mermaid that <laughs> seven years later we'd be learn we'd be working with Alan Menken um on Hercules like that's insane to think that this small program with the public theater that partners with like eight partner organizations from all over the city um, is doing this, is doing this musical that's a Disney musical, that's Hercules, that has all this attention and eyes on it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was truly insane. But um, what's more insane, I think, is the process from like that moment going into rehearsals, seeing the first few rehearsals, and then coming out on the other side and having done it. And now we're closed and and we we did the thing. We created the magic. We put on the show. Like I never doubt Public Works the ability to put on a great show because we do it year after year. But this year was so special because people who did not ever know about Public Works got to see us in a different light in a different, you know, setting, sort of, <laughs> um, and got to see the magic that was public works through the magic of Disney. So I think that was really special. Yeah. So like, I've been a New Yorker my whole life and I've, I know Shakespeare in the Park. I've heard of Shakespeare in the Park and I've never actually gone for probably like a number of reasons. Like, honestly, like Central Park is, you know how when you live somewhere and everyone talks about something like, oh, I got to do it. You're like, eh, okay, someday. You know, I've probably been in Central Park a handful of times, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and I think there was like, I don't know if you guys did Othello one year. I think that was, that was like the one time I tried to make an effort to go, I think, but. The public did, yeah, I think the public through Shakespeare in the Park did Othello, I think, a year ago? Last year. It was last year, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, like, I just never made it there. For me, just, like, getting into the city is not always, like, you know, the easiest thing or quickest thing to do. No, I totally get it. I mean, even people who are, like, stationed here in the city, like, they have no... There are people who don't even know what Shakespeare in the Park is. There are people who don't know how to get tickets. There are people who, you know, do know what Shakespeare in the Park is, but aren't quite sure what public works is because we come in at the end of the season. Once the season's already over, we come in as like a pageant production. And it's it's public works mission. Uh, and the whole reason why we partner with these eight organizations and the reason why we put on the show in the first place is all about accessibility. It's about like, getting people to see theater, to discuss theater, and then getting people to create theater. Um, and I think that that 360 experience of looking at uh, our education really does 
affect the wider community. I mean, we always have, we have an affinity group that's specifically called the Ambassadors Committee. And what we do is like get people who's never seen theater to see theater for the first time. Like that's our whole thing. Um, and I'm a part of that committee. And so it's just, they're very serious about their mission to make theater for, by, and, and you know, accessible to all. Yeah, I could tell that like, just seeing, like, just seeing the show, first of all, my heart was just, like, beating out of my chest because, like, I love, uh, of course, I love Disney, and I love the um, story of Hercules, and, you know, Hercules is such a, a big movie, um, and a, for a number of reasons, and mainly, you know, the muses are very important and um, like kind of like the first representation of like black women um, in animation for Disney. Um, so that's, a, well, you know, we'll put Fantasia to the corner, but you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh um, so, you know, it is a big deal. But when I, when I went to the show and I saw the community ensemble, I was just like, I kind of melted out my chair. I probably was being the most like disrespectful um, <laughs> audience member in there because I was like hooting and hollering and I was just like, yes, I love it. Because every time I saw like the community ensemble, it made it like 10 times better for me. That's that's the that's the reaction we want. Like I I I'm speaking for myself, but also for so many of the the members of the community. Like we want the people who are going to be for us and like excited about it we you know I have friends in the audience that were definitely telling me they were like I kept yelling <laughs> and I was like that's totally fine like we we love that energy um and we yeah I mean public works is insane like it is an insane feat like the fact that we have 200 plus people on a stage together sharing the stage having people who are from the age of like five to like 80 plus on a stage together, like moving together, like acting together, performing together, singing together. It's just, it is special. And I know that, like, I'm very aware that our program is not like other theater experiences and it is special to be a part of. It's also, I can only imagine what it's like to see it because like, you know, I get to be a part of it. And these people mean a lot to me. And I know all of them personally. And, and I love all of them personally. Um, and so it's kind of like, you know, I can only imagine, you know, as a parent, you know, you have your kids and you like present them to the world, you know. And I'm like, these are all, you know, some of them might be older, some of them might be a little younger, but these are all my babies. Like, I need to protect all 200 of these people. <laughs> and right now we're on the spotlight on a stage in while the whole theater world and Disney fandom is looking at us, you know. And that was... I was very aware of that, but I also was very, I had the faith and the, yeah, just, I had the faith that our program leaders had, uh, Lear DeBessene and Lori Woolery, um, that we were going to show everyone who we were and it was going to shine and the stars that we were, were going to be presented in the way that I think the world needed to see. And so I'm so glad that it was received well, like that. That means so much to me. Yeah, y'all did that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It was beautiful. <laughs> like, I loved the, I don't even know how old she was, but the, like, I don't know, seven-year-old, um, uh, not Muse, um, Faith. Yes, <laughs> Isabel Romero. She is so talented. She, oh my gosh, she was, she fit right in, you know? Yeah. And that was the thing, like, every member of that of the cast of the ensemble like they they did what they had to do they they did it effortlessly they did it flawlessly it wasn't like um oh you know what is this person doing it was like yeah. everyone was hitting their mark everyone was on point that's I mean I loved it and it was like like so many people of any walk of life and then when I saw there was uh, uh, elderly um, ensemble member, and he had his his cane, but he was in it. He was doing. Yes, he had to. I was like, yes. okay, yes. come through. I was like, just staring at him, like, wow, this is amazing. This is beautiful. I yeah. loved it. Oh, no, I yes. Lear and Lori, like I mentioned before, always make sure that they that the community is is in a position to shine. Like they're in a position where you will see them and you will know them and you will remember them. Chase Brock, who was our choreographer, he's 
first of all, a genius. Like, that tambourine dance, insane. But he also never creates, or he never dumbs down a choreography or, or, or a musical number. He never dumbs down a musical number to make sure that, like, you know, people are getting an easy version of what he wants. Like, he makes sure that we are doing it, we're doing it full out, we're shining, like, and having people who hold us to that standard helps because it, it it lets people see that it's not just this cute thing that we put on. This is like us putting in that work and uh, making theater and it's it's valid and it's and it it'd be popping. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, it was amazing. Like start to finish, just the whole show, how it was put together, the um like the the different like uh takeaways for for the scenes like how they um how the community came together to help hercules um in the end was beautiful you know when he first came out and was like you know i'm here to be a hero and it was like uh what are you gonna save us from like these are yes. our problems what are you gonna save us from like i love that that because it's like for real like yes. i mean you you can just smile and lift heavy stuff but you know you gonna help me find a place to live Right. Every was- night the audience like applauded the um, affordable housing thing. And it's true. We live in New York City. Like we all know there are problems bigger than just like physical strength. Um, right. And Leah was very smart in the way that she highlighted that element in the story. Yeah, I love that part 100%. And it, it was very relatable. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, every part of that show, I... It just made me smile even more, more and more and more. And I was like wearing white and I have my sangria and I was like, oh my God, it's going to drop because <laughs> I kept wanting to clap and like cheer. And I was like, oh, well, it's okay. I'm just going to be a hot mess, but I'm having a good time. <laughs> it's so special. That's all we can ask for. It, it is. It's such a good time. I mean, the colors, everything about a public work show is truly a good time. And it's not just specific to this show. Like, I'll let you know, like, I don't know what we're doing next year, but, like, whatever it is, trust me, it'll be just as big, just as colorful, and just as joyous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm so happy that, like, I got to finally see a show, and now I'm like, wow, when's the next one? I need to put this on my calendar, make my way out there, figure it out, <laughs> and go Absolutely. for the next time. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so excited. So, you were in the show, and uh, what role did you play? Oh, okay, yes. So I was a part of this new group called the Cosmos. And we didn't exist in the movie. Like, you know, you have the muses, you have the fates, you have the people from the Agora and the people from Thebes, you have the principal actors. But the Cosmos aren't really, like, characters. You know, we, in the movie, you know, you see the planets align. And as you can see on our costumes, we have each, like, a planet that was of its own world. Um... But yeah, like we didn't exist in the movie. So I was really excited to get to premiere this new element to the show and to get to be like, you know, this is what we are. And it's super, you know, vague and ambiguous, but it's also very, you know, through the costume design, you can see that we are something that's intergalactic, something that's celestial. Um, And we kind of just show up, we make things happen, we move things around, we sort of cause trouble, uh, you know, Kiki, as you saw when Meg and Hercules are like on their day, we kind of laugh and and notice things, uh, and we help the muses make things happen through movement, through dance, dance. And um, the Cosmos started as a six-person group that was put together by our you know creative team. They picked people from our community ensemble that they thought you know moved well and would move well together but we really did just start as like six people who like knew each other from the program but like what we weren't like a dance group you know what I mean and by the end of it like we had people who saw the show who had no context to like what the cosmos were besides what they saw on the show and we're just like oh like that dance corp you know in the blue or like oh that like that uh that uh dance group you know they were always like under the impression that we six were like a dance group, like that we were a group. And I think that that was really special too, is that we got to find a way to make our group gel together. Um, yeah, the Cosmos were amazing. I love them and I'm so glad I got to do that track, truly. Yeah, I love them. I love them so much. Like when I saw, um, you know, from your posts about being um, one of the Cosmos, I was like, oh, that's an interesting like concept and take. So I didn't know like what to expect. 
And then yeah. when I saw y'all come out, I was like, oh, this is dope. I love it. And just like how you kind of just like moved through the show and kind of, you know, like interacted with everyone and kind of made things happen. And then like, I just, it was like, it was beautiful. I loved how they incorporated you all into like everything kind of. So I, I, I love that. I love that whole part or that whole take on the show. I think it was amazing and well done so Thank I loved you. it <laughs> yeah every every week was like you know Chase and Lear coming up to us and being like okay Cosmos we're gonna have you do this now <laughs> and we're like oh okay like we're learning this oh okay this as well like they always it was really funny how often the Cosmos were like the solution to something <laughs> yeah but I mean adding you guys in more and more and more I can see why they wanted to like it worked perfectly it was seamless like yeah. It, yeah, it was it was amazing. I really loved that. That I'm so happy to hear that. No, it yeah. was so fun. <laughs> so, um, what was your favorite thing about being in the show? Ooh, um, not this is going to sound so like the perfect public works ambassador answer, but it's true. Like my favorite part about being a part of any public works show, let alone you know this show, was really getting to share this experience with each and every one of the people in the show. I mean, all of our community ensemble members are so special and are so talented and each of them have something that like they're giving to this production and to be able to say that I shared the stage with not just 200 plus people, but 200 plus people that I love and cherish and and respect and honor in, in all ways really is so special and so specific to our group. And, you know, and there's, you know, that's not to say that being a part of a Disney musical wasn't amazing on its own. Like, that truly is something I cherish and something I haven't said out loud a lot, like something I haven't really internalized because I was so busy doing it. And now I'm like, I was in a Disney musical. Like, I <laughs> I was in an original stage adaptation of a Disney movie. Like, what is that? What does that mean for me as someone who, like, has held Disney so close uh, and Hercules, the story, so close to my heart. Um, that's truly something that I can't even process yet. But what I do know and at its core is that beyond the novelty and, and, and the honor that it was to work with this company that I've always looked up to, it being a part of an experience with people that I love is truly what makes this show special and magical for me. Um, and that lyric in the show where it's like, to be human is to uh, is divine. It it's it's true. It was hanging up in our rehearsal room. Like we truly believe that what we create and through our lived experiences is the miracle of this kind of production. And I get to share it with my uh, sister, who uh, is not my born sister, but she's like my chosen sister. Um, she had never done theater before. This was her first theater experience which is <laughs> crazy as to put on a resume, but like that was also super special in like a personal way. Yeah, wow. Yeah, you could tell that, you know, you all were a family and that you all loved each other. You all really enjoyed doing this together. It was like evident, it was clear. And, you know, I think that made the show even, you know, take it to a whole nother level because you know, you can tell that you all really wanted to make it beautiful. You wanted, you enjoyed working with each other to create and um, to create this piece and, and for everyone's enjoyment. So, um, I mean, it was just beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> for example, like uh, one of our muses, Brianna Cabrera, she went to, we went to middle school together and then high school together. Um, and then we were a part of like, you know, a course together and then we ended up here. And it's so, every time that we got to, like, be in a rehearsal room together, like, specifically just, like, the Muses and the Cosmos, it was so exciting because we were like, we get to create this together. Like, yes, it's exciting to do it on its own. You know, it would be exciting in its, in its own merit. But the fact that we get to go on this hero's journey together, and that's not just me and her, but, like, that's a great example of, like, the very personal, very specific uh connections that we all have and it's just so special when it radiates off on stage I think people do like you were saying do read that 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and like even after the show, like I was about to leave and then I just looked around and it looked like no one, like it, I didn't even realize it was all cast members. Like no one wanted to leave. Like everyone was just like kind of hanging around. Like, is this over? And I was like, is this over? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because you were there on closing and that's such a special night because everyone's just trying to truly just like loiter as long as they can because we just don't want to leave each other um and we don't want it to be over and so that yeah that is a special moment it's true yeah so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) so um what would you say i'm pretty sure i can guess is um your favorite disney moment or memory oh (laughs) oh I'm just realizing I don't actually know the answer to that one. <laughs> wow, that really took me aback. Um, that's so hard. I feel like, okay, so <laughs> to break this down as best as I can, I think that Disney has been a part of my life for so long and has been a part of so many of my memories. It's really hard to truly pinpoint but I think the obvious one that I'm dancing around right now is being a part of this musical. I mean, come on, like no one else can, you know, a lot of people can say they worked at Disney World. A lot of people can say that they remember the first time they saw a specific movie or interacted with a specific character, but no one, you know, outside of us gets to say like, we were part of the show. We were part of this version of the show. Like even if the show has a life beyond us, no matter what Public Works does next year, et cetera, et cetera, no one else would have been a part of this moment that was Public Works Hercules. And it's so special. Um, And it's such a marriage of two things that mean so much to me, Disney and Public Works. I, again, I haven't processed it. Like I am at a loss for, for what it really means, the weight that it holds in my life, because I just, I'm truly still in the whirlwind of, or the whiplash of getting off this wild roller coaster, but I cannot emphasize enough how special it is to share this memory of these people. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you you think that the show should go to Broadway or do you think it was just like a beautiful moment and we should just let it go? (laughs) That is the question of the hour now i think a lot of people are looking at it as like so what happens after this um and speaking for myself and not at all as like a representative of public works um because i can't speak for them but i can't speak for me and i think that for me because logistically i can't see a way where this show can transfer as it is to to broadway like there's no way that we can there's no theater that holds the capacity to create or recreate what we've done in this uh, park um, and with these amount of people and in, at the Delacourt. Um, you know, the Delacourt barely holds all of us, let alone like a Broadway uh, show uh, or theater. And for the show to then be watered down in any way by like gutting what I think is truly the heart and the essence of the show, which is the community ensemble, and like just making it principals and like fewer ensemble members and any version of that that is smaller or or more compact, I think loses what makes it special and what makes it magic and what makes it, you know, truly what it was. Um, Cause without it, it's just, you know, as wonderful as the Disney theatrical commercial theater can be for some people, it just makes it another one of them. Um, Public Works was so special our public works Hercules were so special because of public works. And so I am of the firm belief that theater is kind of like of its moment and this production was of its moment. And I, as much as I would love for people to see it, like I would love for more people to see it. I wish that our, our run was longer so that it could be as accessible to as many people that wanted to be a part of it. But I don't think I can see a future where it stays true to itself and moves on but if it moves on you know that that'll be something that i will be happy for i mean it is special and the new songs are amazing and alan and everyone on the team i just said alan like we were friends alan Rankin <laughs> and everyone on the team um really expanded upon the world that uh was created in the 90s and now it's like this whole 20, 20 
2019 version of it. Um, but yeah, I do think public works is it's hard. So I do think, you know, it deserves a future, but I also think public works should be a part of it or else it's not what it was. I feel you. When I first heard about the show um, and didn't really know much about public works, I thought of it as, okay, it's a Broadway show that they're doing outside. And it, it was not. It was <laughs> nothing. It was nothing near that. It was a, something completely different. And I'm, I loved what it was, what I wasn't expecting it to be. I loved what I saw. And I mean, I mean, even with like the marching band, I was like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> like, now we get to talk about it because. Yeah. Oh, that was a big over. secret. <laughs> yeah. Like the marching band was, it's, it's such a moment that if you're not expecting it, it's like, what's happening? What is happening? It, they, those, so first of all, that's, the marching band is from uh, Passaic High School in Jersey. They are so special. There are these like teenage kids, uh, literally just like a part of this amazing program in their school and they got to be a part of the show. And we, I'm just personally, I'm so blessed that they were there and, and I know that we are so honored to have them, but yeah, they, everyone loved them. Everyone was like, the marching band, the marching band, like y'all are not ready for when they come out. And it's it truly like, no one's ready. Like I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that was like a moment. <laughs> One of the many, but it was a moment. I love that. Like, I mean, all the little, all the different elements that, you know, made this projection what it was. I love that they, gave um Hera so uh like such a a major role because oh my god sister's accent I was like talk to me all day ma like I loved it I love oh gosh we could talk about this all night (laughs) Tarshay Williams I I love her she is amazing amazing as Hera also and Lear you know I can Knowing Lear personally, I think that she has, you know, a very big reason as to why Hera was so featured in this version of Hercules. And seeing Tarshay up there saying her lines in this, like, pink wig, like, uh, anyway, we can, we can praise Tarshay forever. But, like, she really gave me life. Yeah, like, hashtag goddess, IRL, <laughs> like, all day. There's so many elements to the show that I like to say, I and I say this genuinely, I'm not even like exaggerating. I have not seen every element of the show. Like I had like I there there were things during our run where like my guests would say something about like, oh, that moment where blah blah blah. And I'm like, when does that happen? And they tell me, and I'm like, I literally don't even know that that was happening in our show. Like there's so many moving parts. Yeah. And yeah, it's so hard to replicate. Like that would be impossible, actually. Yeah, I think so. I mean uh, I love I love it for what it was there. I don't know. Like before, I was like, "Oh, it has to come to Broadway, 100. percent We need to get this on Broadway." And now it's like, I don't know. It's it's, it it would be something completely different. It would be it something would, completely different. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it would not be this. But, yeah, which is um, it's special in its own sense. Like, yeah. you know, this was the moment, and and it, it can never be replicated. And yeah. that is so beautiful. That's so beautiful to think about. <laughs> It kind of, yeah, it's kind of like lightning. It struck, it, it struck eight times, but it might not strike again, <laughs> you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. I think it's so beautiful. Um, So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for I'm having me. Like, I don't want to stop talking, but. <laughs> no, thank you for having me so much. Um, this sorry. has been beautiful. I'm, like, once again, thank you for giving me the opportunity to see the show. Thank you for being in the show. Thank you for everything. Like, thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> I really, really appreciate it. And I appreciate you. And I appreciate just having this conversation and getting to talk about, you know, my love, which is public works, but also like in a Disney context. Yes. Which is- um, so what is one thing about yourself that you would want everyone to know? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Just> like, <"Boop." laughs> and I, um, wow, that's a really... <laughs> good question um I think one thing about me as a as a person and as a Disney lover and as a performer and and theater maker I'm always looking for the truth and and what is most true and what uh is most encompassing with that truth because I have a lot of intersections in my identity you know being queer, being now a Disney princess, unofficially, yeah. and, <laughs> and you know, being Black, being, like, Latinx, like, there are so many elements of me that make me who I am, 
And I'm always looking to find my truth, to tell my truth, and to tell other people's truth, and to be as honest and as artistic as possible. And I think that that, not to continue going back to public works, but that's what public works is about. So I'm also really happy that the world gets to see me through public works, through Disney. (laughs) And I mean, I think that, I think that like you can tell that like your passion for public works is is amazing. I know I use the word amazing a lot, but it is. It's amazing. And um I'm so happy that you found public works and public works found you. Like I'm so happy that that happened because you can tell that this was a match that was necessary and um it's it's beautiful to see. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm so grateful. Honestly, thank you so much. Yeah. So, um, once again, thank you so much for spending the time to talk to me. And if people uh, want to get to know more about you and see, you know, more of your beauty and shining light ah. and cosmic energy, <laughs> um, where can they find you? Awesome. Well, um, on social media, I on Twitter, um, it's at Matthew underscore Vasquez. That's B-A-Z, <laughs> two Z's, B-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. I know people spell it otherwise. Um, and then on Instagram, it's just Matthew Vasquez. I was very lucky to get my name. Um, yeah, those are the two best ways to find me. And then I always am doing something else that I will promote or share on those platforms. But um, that's where to find me if you want to if you want to look up what a Cosmo is doing nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll be sure to link that in the show notes so everyone can find you. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you once again. Um, this was beautiful. I look forward to seeing you do your thing and ah! other productions. I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. Um, and just thank you once again. Thank you. Oh my gosh, this is such a fun experience and what a fun chat. You've just heard my conversation with Matthew. I know many of you have not seen this show. Hopefully this show or some form of it will make it to the mass public so that everyone can enjoy as much as I have. If you want to get to know more about Public Works or about Matthew, I have linked all of the information in the show notes. So be sure to check it out. The POC-owned small business for this episode is Comic Book Kicks by Key. It is a shop owned by Key that sells comic book and cartoon-inspired accessories. Check out her stuff at etsy.com shop slash comic book kicks by Key. And as always, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to rate review, subscribe, and share this podcast with all of your friends. And also be sure to join the Afros and Pixie Dust Facebook group so we can chat more about community and the arts. So until next time, never stop deep conditioning or pursuing your happiness.